Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yes, yes, it is all quite amazing. Now, if you keep moving this way with me, we'll move on into the Hall of Misfits. And if you look over here on your right, you can see this statue of three guys acting completely ridiculous. And if we press this little button here, we'll get a little audio snippet of what they are famous for. So everyone step on over here to the Rolling in the Geek exhibit and uh, we'll see what we can share with you. I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello there. Uh, I'm Harkos, Iron Job Pissarro. I'm an Alicook for Monk from Hokkaido, a Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge, and a proud member of the B Team. We are set on purging Riven once again of the dragon tyrants that seem to be resurging. We're... Wait... That's what really what we're trying to do. We're gonna drag. Oh dear! And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, Forge Cleric of Numerath. I have left this world once and witnessed what is waiting for me. However, my friends need me, and I promise to become the bulwark of this world to protect them and the blade of Numerath. To cleanse it of corruption. Portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Ken here. We want to thank you deeply for listening to Rolling in the Geek. With the blessings of the rest of our little family, we want to request you support us through Patreon. We love doing what we do, and with your support, we can produce more and better content. Every bit goes back into the podcast, and more than three isn't a crowd at our table. And now, back to three guys with more dice than friends. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The Great Fire, the Necrotic Flame, the Methuselah Pylorvo stands before the B-Team in all her terrible glory. The fight between them is a struggle, with the team using their Cabal magic-infused weapons to weaken the Red Dragon, 
eventually getting her to a point that she is hardly able to attack and move as she is so weak. She then uses her breath weapon internally and pushes the pieces of purple gunk out of her to strengthen herself once more. She pushes herself against the wall in one last desperate attempt to fell her foes and is successful for all but Trevor, who barely stands. He strikes her once more and fells the beast. Zuriel runs after him and warns him to get away as Pylorvo stands up once again. She goes to strike at Trevor, but is blocked by a golden barrier as Numerath appears and bites the neck of the fiery worm. Zuriel then traps Pylorvo's essence within the jar and Numerath flies away. Zuriel then proceeds to lose her shit on Trevor after he stabilizes the team because of his association with a dragon and then takes the jar with Pylorvo in it as she leaves. The team recuperates a little and go to leave the Grand Cathedral and walk out to a city in celebration of them and the fall of the great dragon Pylorvo. And that is where we pick back up. More or less, that's where we pick back up, because I'm going to go ahead and say that y'all gonna need a minute before you can start dealing with anything. Uh, And so you're provided a place to kind of rest and recuperate, because I imagine you're probably not in any good place to talk to anybody here for for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, because y'all's almost died. Well, I got five HP. I, I, I want, I want it uh, flavored out there because Nick, Nick talked about it in, in under the trench coat. So for flavor text, when we walk out and and all that shit happens, Harcos, as Ken stated, ain't doing too hot anyway. So he's very weak. Um, HP wise, and this this stuff with the the people of Aramor slash Iron's Edge Militia uh, makes him weak in the heart area. <laughs> and so as all that happens, just so everyone knows, Aharko is going to like drop to his knees and just kind of like, like cry. Like he's just going to like throw his hands up like over his mouth. He's going to drop his spear and he's just going to kind of, because he, like, he he's broken physically and now he's broken emotionally in a good way. Like, it's a good thing, but he's just. I mean, y'all have been here for 57, 56 episodes, 56 and a few minutes episodes. You've been here. <laughs> you know that people call me feral, call Harkos, call, yep, us feral. He's not used to people. I mean, Iron's Edge was, but that was that was what he went there for. Aramore was an extension of that job because Harkos wanted to do more. So I just wanted to throw it out there before we go recuperate. Harkos has a mental breakdown of happiness because he's just blown away by the fact that people can give that much of a positive shit about him and the things he did. So you go to your knees and and start to uh, man cry. Yep. Big old, big old uh, bird tears, but slow ones. Uh, and Melia and Jorik rush up to you and help you back to your feet and with the help of the rest of your team and them help everybody kind of helping each other that you all get get taken to some place to uh kind of lay your head for a little bit uh it's jail it was all a trick we've actually been arrested for the murder (laughs) 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 why am i chained to this bed you killed someone seriously are we still on this (laughs) 
Nick It's all in the past. <laughs> it happened like five minutes ago. Can't uh, you let it go? Uh so you're all taken to uh uh very nice uh uh establishment uh in the uh, in the center ring of the city uh and and are able to recuperate there uh the next morning uh you all kind of wake up right this is the the kind of strange thing is that it's definitely one of those ways that you you fall asleep and you wake up the next day and you don't all you remember is just closing your eyes. It, you don't have any dreams. You don't remember any. You were that fucking beat, right? Yeah. Uh, that you just close your eyes and then and then you wake up and it it feels like it's been maybe like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then you hear the birds singing outside. What are, what are, you know what are they saying? Some time has passed. What are they saying, Ken? I want to know what. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I, I, morning, I like to think it's a fucking morning, it's a tiny bird fan club. They're like, hey, I think this is his room. Yeah, this is the guy that fought the dragon. What the one that fell and cried? Yeah, the one that fell and cried. Please, <laughs> just want five more minutes, please. <laughs> 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 fucking, I hate myself. <laughs> no, what they're really saying is, hey, there's that guy. I really want to poop on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah go poop on him. Yeah, do it, 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 do it. As the whole flock then tells the one to go and do it. <laughs> and you just listen for a solid 45 minutes as these birds just say do it over and over and over and over again. We go downstairs and Trevor's like, Harkos, isn't isn't it such a lovely morning? The birds are... Si- yes, they're quite disgusting, aren't they? <laughs> what? Can you not hear them? I've been listening to them for the last six hours. He just shoves his head out I the front door. I did not sleep at all. He shoves his head out the front door. Just fucking shit on him, please. Then we just fucking divulge into Harkos going, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. So he grasps his head and fucking just cries in a, fucking, in a ball. You're just in a fucking rocking chair going back and forth. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, but you you all uh, kind of separately awake in the morning. You can determine if it's at the same time or not. But uh, there's a... Uh, uh, there's there's definitely people that are kind of there to cater to you as soon as you get up and ask you if you want any food or drink or uh you know they offer you like clean clothes uh that you know anything that you left out got taken care of and washed and uh they have they have table set up to let you kind of feast as much as you would like nice so uh but it's it's not even like rubber eggs. It's like they're good eggs. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know that this shit is choice. It's not rubber. So what you're saying is we go downstairs and get a plateful, and I'm like, well, I suppose these are good, but they're no guac eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's kind of on you what you want to do from here. Well, I'm gonna stack my plate. And go sit down. Oh, you, you you don't even have like everything is there on the table. Like there's there are literal servants that are here to take care of your shit. Like you sit down and people start like offering you things. 
Oh, like, some. would you like would would you like ham or would you like some eggs, bacon? Oh, I mean sausage. I can. Yes. I can waffles. We have a waffle maker. I can get all of this myself. There's no problem. But, 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 sir, like, there's one guy that's holding like a plate full of of sausages, and he's like, but it looks like he's having an existential crisis because you're <laughs> saying that you could do it on your own, and he's like, I just want to give you the sausages. This is my Am only I- thing. The, this is the the DM brought me into existence purely for this. You can't. <laughs> You can't deny me my you, rights and of existence. You, take this, you son of a I, bitch. I, I, what, what am I even? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just gone. Sausages clattered to the floor. Go ahead, Brad. Pick him up then, dick. <laughs> what are we on? Why is this happening? That went places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that that's surprising. No. Uh, I... But um, let's you guys um, you guys get your food. I eat mm-hmm. everything. They they ask, "Do you want this? 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 Yes. W- which one?" Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you see, uh, Landros is just shoveling. Like there's no like you know individual. He's just taking chunks of stuff and shoving it into his mouth. Quite a hearty uh, appetite. Mm-hmm. You've seen how big I am. Takes a lot of calories to keep this physique up. I can imagine so. I mean, ooh. Mm. like kind of gives you a sideways glance and then just, like picks up a fork clumsily. I mean, if you and then sets it down and just goes back to using his hands uh, to shovel shit in his mouth. No one's judging. I just. Uh, but you all take your time and eat the servants kind of they clear stuff away and and bring back more if you want it uh make sure that you you have your drinks topped off they offer you ale if you wanted it like a like a nice dark ale to start off your day oh i i will take a cup it's a little bitter but it's still good like it is pretty dark draft i so you you guys go through your your little morning ritual, and then uh, part way through the the morning, as you're kind of getting getting yourselves all set up, uh, messenger comes through the door with a uh, a rolled up piece of paper in his hands. Is, um, is there a Harcos or a Trevor here? Yeah, both. Yeah, yes. yes. Oh, uh, the lady the the lady Melia Tinleaf. Uh, Told me to bring this to you, and he he hands a, a rolled up note to you with her uh, wax seal placed upon it. Yoink! Hey, thank you. <laughs> and he's shocked when you say yoink at him. He's oh yes, okay, and uh, he <laughs> bows and and turns around and and starts to walk out. Uh, she pop open the 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 note, and uh, it seems pretty formal. Uh, especially for the relationship that you kind of had, but uh, basically it's uh, like, you know, kind of a, a summons to meet with her uh, where she's kind of set up, which is uh, it seems to be like a, like relatives house from what you can tell from her writing. 
that uh to meet her at like a hmm. you know her cousin the Shavor's house. Okay. Cousin Shavor sounds like a nice person. We should get to know him. Yeah, thanks for thanks <laughs> for that. Brad's, la- Brad's <laughs> latching on to people on purpose to be a dick. <laughs> yep. I'm not. I didn't <laughs> say that. That name sounds like I just pulled it out of my ass, but I totally have it written down. I just I couldn't remember it off the top of my head. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you do you get that invitation uh, or summons more or less. Uh, and uh, that there's not really a requested time. It's just at your earliest convenience. Well, no sense in keeping her waiting, I suppose. Whenever we're done eating, perhaps we should head that way. Arcos quickly, like, wipes his face and gets his hands back. I'm done now. Um, (laughs) uh, No rush, though. I mean, whenever... That's just me. Everyone take your time. He, like, starts impatiently. He just rocks in his chair now because he's he's officially lost interest in food. Uh, but Phil kind of clears off his plate and he pushes it forward and he unbuckles his breastplate. And goes, oh, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of ashamed at how much I've put in <laughs> around the room. I wouldn't think that, you know, hardtack and, and burnt bacon would really pack on this many pounds. But man, it, 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 I like to tell myself it's happy weight, Phil. Yeah, I guess. Or, or, or not. I'm going to have to do some sit Or could you be, you hate being here, wait, whatever you choose, that's fine, also. Well, no, I'm not, you know, I'm just. <laughs> you see, he's just like patting his belly. <laughs> I don't know. You would think that constant combat and walking everywhere kind of slim you down a little bit, but. Okay. Constant? I mean, have you guys been through a lot while I was gone? Mm, yes. Uh, he, Phil kind of looks over at you, Harko's like, yeah. No. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of downtime. This is actually the... Well, it's the quietest it's been since we cleared the mines, so... Oh my. Yes. Uh, do you guys start to head that direction. Yeah. Yarp. Uh, so you, you kind of get up and, and the servants kind of rush over and, and they bring, you know, uh, they bring the last of your like, you know, stuff that, that got cleaned or, you know, like get your bags and all that stuff ready for you. Uh, but when you get to the, uh, the front door, there is, uh, a guard, like a city guard that is stationed outside <laughs> that when you open the door, he turns and uh, he kind of gives a little bit of a bow and he says, uh, well, if you're leaving, I would uh, or if you're going somewhere, I, I would like to escort you there. Um, may I ask why? Uh, he he kind of like turns and looks behind him as and kind of like points behind him at the rather large crowd that has uh, gathered outside of uh, outside of this inn. He's like, uh, you're a little popular and uh, might be kind of hard to just push your way through without a guard telling people to get out of the way. Oh. 
That's a lot of Hail. people. Uh, if you yes. if you think it would help, then by all means. Uh, well, if, uh, where are you going? So that way I can lead the way for you. Shavor, Shavor's house. Oh, Shavor Tinleaf, yes. Uh, <laughs> That'd be the one. Oh, yes, a very respected merchant in town. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, it seems that he would be good company for people of your caliber to speak with. Uh, so, yes, uh, let us be off. And he... Uh, he, he has a, a spear and a shield, and uh, he grabs the, the spear with his shield hand, uh, and then he takes out a large bell uh, that he starts tolling as you're walking, uh, that the people are, once they kind of hear the bell, then they make paths for you. Parkos is silently jealous that someone else is the bell ringer in Aramore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tiny bell. Not big bell. Are you, are you suggesting that Harkos can't handle tiny bells? That you can only... No, I'm just saying that your bell was much bigger than this man's bell. Kid, it's not about the size of the bell. It's about how you use it. So... <laughs> and Harkos knows how to use any not, bell. Um, it was not where I was expecting that one. <laughs> he, he turns around, he's like, do you want the bell? No, no. I can see the look in your eye. Do you want the bell? No, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm just... Just a hero. It's, it's did not, fine. Did did not know that you had a bell fetish. It's fine. I mean, it, it's no. I'm, that that exchange does I'm not happen. Right. Yes, uh, yes, it he, does. <laughs> I now hate this man. That's not that, okay. That part's not true. The rest of it is though. All of it. All the way up to fetish. All of it. <laughs> Fast forward to like. You know, 30 episodes past this, and just Harkos is just covered in bells. No, we're just cannot we're sneak a, anymore. We're a group of tabaxi, but you were cruel and gave them all cat collars, so they all have bells, and Harkos is just like, oh, I don't even know how to focus. Wow. Okay, uh, so the guard starts leading you, dirty. and, like, the, like, you have, like, full Beatles type of treatment that, like, people are, like, reaching for you and trying to touch you and, like, screaming for you. Like, you became overnight heroes and celebrities to this town. Like, it's a little uncomfortable, I would imagine. It's just it's just but, an ocean of Cassies. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> this guard leads you through uh, the, the crowds... Uh, and takes you over to a fairly large estate. Uh, it's a, a large building of uh, white marble uh, with a, a, a wrought iron fence around the front. And in the center of the uh, of the gate to this fence, you can see the uh, tin leaf uh, ah, crest, fuck. like the crest. There you go. Boom. Coat of arms thing. Got it in one. Yeah, got it in one. Uh, so you can see the the Tinley family crest, uh, <clears throat> kind of like placed in the center of of this gate. But he takes you up to the gate and then kind of steps to the side and uh, gives you a bow and he says, uh, "I'm sure that you're expected. You can go on in." Yep. Many thanks. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I will be stationed out here. So uh, if you need anything, then just let me know. I'm such an asshole. My brain told me to go, well, I would bring a bell, but you have that handled. 
<laughs> and I was like, why, why, wow. why would Harko say that? I was like, well, that's a hundred percent. That's Nick talking. That's not, <laughs> just don't just, and then I told myself to be quiet. Then no one else said anything. So then I felt the silence. Anyway, we go inside. Okay. Uh, so you, you go through. And as soon as you go through the, uh, like the iron gate, the front doors to this estate get opened uh, and a servant kind of walks out and stands uh, to the side of the door and bows and, and holds a hand out for you to continue on in. Uh, uh, you, you go up the uh, go up the stairs, go through the door and I uh, that the, the, the tin leaf crest is very popular here. I, <laughs> uh, that you can see it, you know, like uh, emblazoned on the walls with paintings of uh, other tin leaves. Uh, it looks like, uh, you know, ancestors that have had their uh, their portraits painted and, and stuff that have been put up in the at the entry hall. Uh, and when you walk in, you can see uh, Jorick and Puffles are standing at the top of a set of stairs and uh, excitedly run down the stairs to greet you. A little upset that it's not covered in Ely and stuff. <laughs> feels weird. <laughs> he wasn't a tin leaf. Feel, I know. Just feels wrong. Harkos thinks every big house should be full of that douchebag. In all forms. I'm, I'm not going to rush to meet those guys. I, I don't know. I don't know how great... I mean, I know, I know, I got sleeps in me, but I, I feel like Harkos might be a little creaky. <laughs> so I, I, mean, I, I am excited. <clears throat> I'm gonna like rush up. So they they head down the stairs and greet you. Uh, greet you at the the base of the stairs. Uh, yeah. and Jorik will take a deep bow and he says, "Again, you guys just, just absolutely impressive." <laughs> what? You were able to do well. We couldn't have done it without you all. Well, it was uh, looking rather grim. We, for a moment you know, there. we just played our part and make sure that you guys were able to do the work that you came to do. Well, uh, we, also, we also just played our part. Well, you played your part quite well. Uh, well, Trevor I did. Don't, I don't I don't know that there's anybody else in this city that would have been able to take on a creature like that and been able to just walk away from it. Oh, walking is a strong <laughs> word for the well, for what happened. You mostly walked. That's uh that's good enough. We were you can only imagine with the the terrors that we saw in the mine and that wasn't even a full-blown dragon that we fought there. It was, yeah. it was, uh, uh, interesting. Uh, well, I, Melia called for you. Uh, she's waiting up in the, uh, she, she's waiting up in the, the receiving hall. Uh, so uh, I think she, she has some stuff that she needs to talk to you about. Um, it's it's good to see you both again. Well, I'm sure that we'll talk later, uh, you know, because the DM really likes to do this voice for some godforsaken reason. So <laughs> the, I'm sure that we'll talk more later. The the, the dragon man? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. 
Okay. Um, I'm gonna. Oh wait, that's not my line. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Geez. I'm gonna. I'm gonna clip clop up the stairs before this gets any more head fucky. <laughs> but okay. Damn it! I did it again. Uh. So you walk up the stairs and uh, there's like a line of servants that are kind of leading you in the right direction. But you go through uh, a handful of like halls and then that lead to more halls. And then eventually they open up a door to uh, a large. uh, It almost looks like a study like that. There's uh, bookcases and a nice big fire going in the fireplace. Uh, and then a, a nice assortment of little comfy chairs that are placed around the room. And uh, next to the uh, next to the fireplace, you can see uh, Melia sitting, looking somewhat exasperated as there's another uh, is a tall, uh, dark haired elf that you it looks pretty looks pretty similar that you can definitely see a, a family resemblance between this man and uh, and Melia. But he seems to be blathering on about, uh, is, oh, it's just the trade in this city is just so overwhelming sometimes. It's just these people demand these prices for, you know, these goods. It's just so exhausting to just deal oh. with it all the time. Hello. Oh. Excuse oh. us. Oh, yo. <laughs> Was wasn't expecting the visitors so soon. I thought that my cousin and I would get much more time to catch up with each other. But um, mm. oh, uh, come, come in. Uh, uh, welcome to my estate. Please take a seat. Would you like a cigar or a glass of brandy? Anything like that? Oh, no, Brad. no thank you. <laughs> Brad has comments, but Trevor shouldn't say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, you look over at Amelia and she's just like slumped down in her chair with her head like kind of propped up with her arm. Oh, uh, Brad, Brad, write your comments down because I want to know them. And, uh, and, and when, when we open that trench coat, I want to know what the fuck they were. Uh, um, but Amelia, it's it's good to see you again, my friend. Uh, be, before she even gets a chance to respond, you you hear. Uh, uh Glass of brandy and two cigars, please. And then you see a servant rush in from a side door with uh, a large decanter mm. and uh, uh, like a platter with a whole bunch of uh, very fine looking crystalware, uh, along with a uh, very uh, gilded box that he uh, he kind of like kneels down and holds up and uh, uh that Shavor will pop open the box and take a cigar out and clip it and uh, light it with a, as he snaps his fingers and a little flame pops up on his hand. He lights the cigar and then he takes a, a glass of brandy and he just kind of swirls it next to the, uh, next to the fireplace as he shoes the, the servant away. I'm just going to stare but- at him. Yeah, same. Hundred percent same. That's like you know. I I think Trevor would be moderately used to this from his from the way he was you know raised, but he doesn't like it. <laughs> like the the whole haughty I'm rich thing just doesn't do it for him. See, other side of the coin, Harkos is staring at him, thinking, 
are we really sure Elian wasn't a tin leaf? Like, <laughs> that's also not even fair. a little bit somewhere. But did, were, you two were looking at me quite intently. Did you want a cigar? You could have said something. No, but boy, no, did you no, come back? No, no. no. Oh, never mind, it, boy. Just, it, you see the I'm, servant like comes in mm. and he looks around and he goes, "Oh, he just kind of like backs through the door." I'm sure he has a name. Oh, I'm sure that he does too. Uh, boy, what is your name? <clears throat> uh, dang it! Uh, All right, go away, St- dang it, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> uh, Stephen. Yes. Come, come, yeah. come here. Oh God! Here we oh. go. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, uh, it's a fine brandy. And, I, uh, I do. Uh, no, no. Just come, come here, please. Okay. Strike him. Strike him down now. (laughs) I'm going to give him 10 gold. Oh. Oh. Thank you, Stephen. Sir. uh, Oh, very generous of you. I. I, Yeah. You just got that kid beat so hard later. (laughs) I'm I'm going to tell you right now if he, if that, if there's repercussions and Trevor finds out about it, the tin leaves are going to get smaller. <laughs> and from the looks of it, I don't think Melia will care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Thank you again, Stephen. You seem to be a very diligent worker. Thank you, sir. So, oh, he just like like quick shuffles out of the room. Oh, such a such a wonderful boy that Stephen. Arcus is gonna slow turn to Trevor. But are you are you done showing off now? Can we? Sure. I'm not showing off. I'm simply Stephen seemed like a great boy, and and what a great name, Stephen. It is, yeah. it is quite wonderful that you have um a a a a a, 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 a young child by the name of Stephen employed in your service. I hope you treat Stephen quite well. Trevor, Trevor, heel. Down, Trevor. (laughs) Trevor, Trevor, sit. (laughs) Do do you want me to get the muzzle? I will get the muzzle. I'm fine. Does a rolled up newspaper mean anything to you? Melia, my friend, I have missed you so much. Oh, the yeah. back of Harkus's mind, not nearly as much as I have. <laughs> well, we've we've missed you too, very much. Uh, Iron's Edge is definitely not as uh, exciting as the time that you spent there. Uh, I, I I would like to go over and give her a hug. Uh, so when you start to approach her, she stands up uh, and embraces you. Uh, and she looks over at you, Harkos, and she's like... Bring it on in. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> uh, she she embraces you, and then she kind of gives a wave to to Phil, uh, and he he comes up. And oh, <laughs> you guys! I just can't. Then <sighs> I let it so out, Phil. Let it, let it out, Phil. Let it out. It's fine. Keep it together. Be cool, man. No, it's fine. Let it out. Let it out. We don't hold this in. <laughs> I don't know who to follow. 
<laughs> uh, and she uh, she kind of like looks behind you guys and she says, uh, "Your new companion, who is who is he?" Mm. Oh, this I'm, is I'm yes. Landros. Landros Bone Chewer. Yep. Jinx, real, you owe me a coke. Real, ni- I, mm, I don't think now is the time for drugs. Because the soda doesn't exist in Rivenwick, goddammit, if that that sweet, <laughs> sweet powder. They call what? it Rivcane here. I was going to say, what, what's it in Skyrim? Is it like moon sugar or whatever? Yeah, like, moon sugar. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. I mean, it's, fucking... it's, it's, it's booger sugar across the board, it's, right? It's all, all it is. It's it's powderized dragon rock, is what it is. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. oh God! Why would you put that evil in the world, Nick? Too late. Because they're now canon. Fuck you, no. What, you don't get <laughs> to say. That's a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> what? Like you're in fucking charge of the world and its lore? Fuck you. <laughs> God, what a power uh, trip, guys. <laughs> when did you? Uh, when did you pick up this one? He seems uh he seems your type actually. Um He was my a, replacement. I give Harkos a little half smile. What? And I, I meanwhile Harkos just goes stiff as a board and go, Oh, like that. I guess that's how we'll have that conversation. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I was just joking, Harkos. I it, I, I feel like I'm, you guys are in a joke that I'm not part of. Uh, well, let's just say... Uh, I don't uh, think yeah. it's very funny, and I'm part of it, if oh, that helps. Well, it, I, I took a trip. Like like to Candyland? Or uh, like, no, no, no. I, I, no, he, I, I, I died. Oh. I'm better now. What? I <laughs> fucking never <laughs> these these moments sidebar audience these are the moments where I'm going to gr- regret having him back <laughs> because because these Brad, are the moments we forgot about that Brad, happened with Trevor yeah like it's it's one of those things you always remember the good things when someone's gone like you, whether whether they're alive or dead like when you're missing somebody you remember all the good shit then they get around and you're like oh yeah they do that thing and you're like I want less time oh, I want time away from you again I miss Trevor I wish he would have been around to deal with the hoity toity 150 a night guy I wish a lot of things I don't miss this his bluntness his bluntness is, is not always helpful <laughs> Back into the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm better now, thanks to Arcos and I, Phil and Landros. Yeah. Oh, we, oh my. There was, there was an accident on, on the on the train on the way here. and Oh, those trains. Oh, I know. They're just god-awful. Uh, yes, like god-awful getting holes blown in them and, you know... Crazy, full of crazy fire things, salamanders just, and yeah, cultists. Yeah, and, just and then just. Uh, the I mean, just as the, a standard, I it, it's much better to travel by airship. Oh, Those trains are so plebeian. Oh and, yes, so terrible. Why are you in here? <laughs> this is, <laughs> it's this is my estate. <laughs> it's his house. Is there <laughs> Where? another room? <laughs> It's a pretty big estate. 
Amelia <laughs> just kind of has her head in her hands again. Like, That's part of me that really wants Harkos to lean in and say what Nick said, leading Amelia, be like, it's times like these that I question if bringing him back was the right choice. Well, that's very morbid humor for this moment, Harkos. <laughs> I've been through a lot. I, Listen, lady, I've she, seen some shit over the last few days. <laughs> I, she turns and, and looks at Shavor and she's like, um, I actually do need to speak with these two privately. They're uh, Cavalier Knights of Iron's Edge and uh, there's matters of the city that I need to discuss with them. So he goes, oh, fine. I have plenty of work to do anyway. I'm uh, sure so he, you do. He, uh, boy, uh, and, and Stephen comes running. Stephen <laughs> comes running back in, and uh, do you not remember the, his name? The uh, he puts the cigar out on the tray and sets the half done <laughs> glass of brandy. I thought you were gonna say oh, put the cigar out on Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> boy, and he just. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, he would have died in his chair. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm not joking. That him yelling, Stephen, Stephen is his name, is happening. I ah. Oh, Stephen, the uh, games he puts we the played. cigar out on the tray and sets the glass down, and he uh, he gives a, a little head bow to you, and then he takes uh, he takes Melia's hand and, and kisses like her ring. Uh, and then uh, and then walks out then uh, closes the door a little too loud behind him oh boo hoo oh god mm. what is, is Steven still in the room because you didn't say Steven left uh, no he he got shooed away as, as, uh, as he was leaving uh, as, I apologize for my cousin oh my uh, most of my family is uh quite used to uh this kind of life uh um i it's it's a name how mm. you know what i i i <sighs> i'm good Trevor, i'm good it's it, fine it, i'm fine it's, it's okay it is not okay that is ridiculous mm. no i'm saying i'm saying you're okay you did the good thing hey. i the moment for all of Shavor's faults, uh, he isn't a terrible employer. Mm. So he does, he does treat them well? He, he pays them well. I don't uh, know if I would say treat them. He doesn't beat them, but he, he you know treats them fairly well. <sighs> he would not put a cigar out on them. He's not, he's not that far gone. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would think that. <laughs> I know that is a very morbid, very far off thought. I I can't imagine someone doing such a crazy just, thing. Just to be clear, we were all offended and laughing over the fact that I said. Then the elf instantly turns around and does healing hands, and it's like, oh, Stephen, the games we play, <laughs> which is, I mean, which is arguably more sadistic. But at least he didn't have the pain for long. He just has the memories. Hell yeah, I would have killed him. I'd have killed him right there. <laughs> Trevor would have murdered a noble on the spot. Uh, but if you all would sit, we have uh, we have some matters to discuss. 
Oh dear. Okay. Uh, so she, you you all sit down, and then she goes. Uh, she she goes to the side of her chair, and she picks up a uh, a leather satchel uh, that she sets on a, a table, uh, and and pulls out a, a huge stack of uh, fine looking papers, and she kind of spreads them out on the table, and she says, "Well, what I wanted to discuss with you is, uh." I've been in contact with a number, obviously a large number, of regional leaders uh, around Riven. Uh, and there seems to be a fair amount of concern between all of them uh, over the overall state of Riven. Uh, I think many of them are unaware of happenings such as what just occurred here and what occurred in Iron's Edge, but uh, well, I'll just get straight to the point. Uh, Aetherport seems to be the concern. Uh, there is a relatively new king there that uh, he just inherited his father's throne. Uh, his he is King Gibbous Jubilee. I uh, is a family that's sat on the throne of Iron's Edge for a long time. Sounds like uh, a family who's sat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but more than King Jubilee, uh, that one of the concerns that they have is this new advisor that he has, whose name is Malus. That uh, they are concerned that this advisor is leading uh, King Jubilee in uh, poor directions. Oh, lovely. Name one time the vizier was ever the bad guy. <laughs> one example. I mean, come on, let's just, let's cross that off the list now. Uh, but I am, as much as I would like to, I would love to go and investigate this for myself, but I am unable to leave Iron's Edge in its uh, newly reformed state. Well, I mean, you you are the mayor, so it makes sense. No, yes. You, uh, you, can't, you can't leave a town when you're the mayor. I, we, we, we were able to leave for this because of, you know, we life, knew... Yeah, life, <clears throat> life or death, yeah. yeah. We, we knew what was happening, and we were able to organize enough to, to go out and, and leave... Iron's Edge with a fair amount of security behind, but uh, I am asking you to check into this for me. Okay. If so, I'm able. Um. So what with the rest of the stack of... Oh, that's what all these are. Oh. These are all... These are all communiques between me and other leaders that they're expressing. We are all expressing our concerns. Oh, now, yes. That she she picks up the stack and like drops it. She's like, yes, it is quite weighty. Now, what has uh, well, what what started said concern with the the vizier? Uh, the same as uh, most things go. It it usually starts with money. 
uh, taxi tax taxis taxes have been levied at a much higher rate than mm. uh, what we are all used to, uh, and they've only kind of gone up in the last uh, last six months or so. But uh, <laughs> Iron Sedge was kind of immune to that for a while because we were um, under siege, but. Uh, uh, most of the neighboring towns and and uh, you know, subcontinents have not been. Uh, they do owe uh, they do owe taxes to Aetherport as the capital, but uh, you know that the these have been levied. But uh, the concern is is truly where are these funds going? Uh, Aetherport is a very very wealthy. Uh, industrious city and they don't typically need that much extra from us so we are concerned about what these taxes are going to pay for hmm. uh many of the regional leaders in myself included are uh we are somewhat concerned that they're actually trying to raise uh, a standing army and so armies are expensive and uh, there's no precedent for that. That well, why would they? Kinda... What would give them cause to raise an army? Um. Well, what do uh, most people who have power want more of? Mm. Fair. Electronics. Yes, that too. And she pulls out the new Riven Phone Six. Oh Jesus! Oh, it's so pretty. Uh, you see she pushes a little gem on the back of it that that lights up blue and then like a whole heads up display comes up in front of it. Oh, yeah. I bet it's even got the AR emojis. Those are my she, favorite. She she pushes a button and a little like chibi version of her pops out and starts starts dancing around with two swords. I just want to say out loud I I hate everything that I've created. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you took it here. I know. It didn't have to go here, but but you took it. Hoisted by my own petard. Uh but th- there there is that concern. Uh there are others that are worried that uh more foul things are afoot. Oh. That uh the 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 leaders who are aware of what's going on uh with the mm, scaled nemeses uh they're concerned that there you know could be something going along with that what ties it all together is that all of the dragon rock from iron's edge was being shipped to, to Aetherport. Aetherport. yes i do re- uh, and with a large stockpile of dragon rock and a lot of money, things could be happening. Great. Well, it could Sounds be awesome. Smashing it all up for, for drugs. Yes, they could. <laughs> I, there is a, a seedy underbelly of Aetherport that in, is involved in the, the ribbon cane <laughs> trade. If, if that's the case, maybe we just said Landrosis is a one-man army. There, I got. The, I no longer owe you coke. <laughs> you can have your fill. Whole capital what, wait, full. What? Why? 
Am I not going with you? You're going to send me with Landros? <laughs> what? N- 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 what? You said he could have his fill. Ah! I'm your fill. No. No, is, but I'm no. your Phil. <laughs> no, no, F I L L. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Whew. You see, like wipes literal sweat off of his brow and and tosses it aside. That's not from stress. That's his fucking. That's his breakfast meat sweats. Is what that is. <laughs> yeah. Still carrying over. But, but uh, this is that. If it, when you're able, if you could. Make your way to, to Aetherport to kind of maybe do a little oh, reconnaissance. You know, perhaps, uh, I don't know, we could travel in style with an airship since someone seems so keen. Uh, yes, I, 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 maybe we could arrange something. I, I, I'm, I would like to steer clear of trains if that's all right. For, it, it, it might just, be better too. <laughs> just, just for you know, maybe ever. Mm, just, Who knows? And let's not put the, a time frame on the it. The only way to beat the fear is to face it, Harkos. I mean, I'd go back on the train. It was, it was fun until the whole hole in the wall thing. Right. Anyway. You don't get an opinion because you were gone for the second half. <laughs> um, <laughs> we. We would, uh, we will most definitely, um, look into that. Uh, can, may I ask a favor of you, Melia? Um, no, since, uh, absolutely. Since you said you've been in contact with many of the other regional leaders, maybe if, if not you, then maybe you would know the best way to disseminate this information. Five dollar word. But, um, do you say inseminate word. the information? Uh, no, Nothing. Why? never mind. Are, continue. Are, continue. Are, are you are you wishful hearing, Melia? I'm I'm concerned. Um, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If if not you, then maybe you know um, the the best way to get this out there. And I'm going to pull out Ansigar's journal. And I'm going to toss it on the table. And I'm going to go, so... More than just Trevor's passing happened between us leaving Iron's Edge and now. And then I'm going to explain to her uh, the meeting with Ansigar and the revealing of Alcanor and all that stuff. And <laughs> which is also, I will address at the beginning that like some of this is catch up for Trevor too. Um, please hold all questions until the end. Um <laughs> Everyone sits there quietly and stares as you I was going to say, I, I, Trevor's looking at you all confused when you're like, oh, Ansigar died. <laughs> what? But I just, uh, he was, and then, what? <laughs> yeah, because I, I thought about trying to say that and be like, can you tell the world that Ansigar's dead? But then if we ever have Alcanor around and Melia's there, she's be like, I, I thought he was dead. And I was also like, why would I hide that from her? Also, everyone else in the room knows, so it's not like I need to hide it from anyone else. So yeah, I toss it out there. I tell the whole story, and uh, so then I will. I, I'll wrap it up with and as much as that moment kind of hurt with everything else going on. I, I do agree. I think if if we can use him as as a martyr for this situation to to help make people believe the unbelievable and those that are already kind of believing to to better prepare them for the the terrors that are coming it is the best use of of what we have left of Ansigar the blessed champion of Torm so she she is looks kind of thoughtful for a second and she says yes I I'm, I I think that that it seems uh, it seems shady a little bit but uh <laughs> These creatures that we're up against would not not hesitate to stoop to even lower levels than just a simple white lie to uh, invigorate people's hopes. So I I agree with you. I think that this I think this is something that we could we could use to our advantage. Uh, I will draft a letter to uh, the, the the leaders that I'm in contact with and share with them the story of Ansigar's fall to the forces of Pylorvo, the Methuselah dragon. So this, this, this is Nick. Hi. Um, Hi. Does she need the journal? Does she need, does, does she take that? Does she need it? I, uh, well, she'll ask you like, do, do you want me to use this or do you, do you want to keep it with you? Well, I, I don't. To be honest, my player doesn't know if it if it has much worth for for us at the moment, and and so he thinks that if you have it, um, if anyone tries to to question the validity of your statements, you can be like, aha. 
I will if, uh, if necessary. I, I will keep it so that way I can uh, use the information within to uh, strengthen the claim. The fact that this question was posed thinks that this is one of those situations where there's a bad option and a worse option, and I don't know which one I've chose. So, I, I, I don't think that either of these are bad options. Uh, no, it, it's can... okay. It's okay, media. It's it it's <clears throat> it's one of those meta thoughts. Oh, you don't have oh, to understand. Oh, okay. Yes. Now, yes. Yes. I understand. Yes. Uh, Our will... player is getting very paranoid. I. <laughs> uh, so you need to stay away from the Riven Cane, Harkos. Uh, <laughs> Can't help it. It was everywhere in that mine. It was in the air. It, <laughs> it was in me. Uh, Still I, will, I will definitely use this uh, and start start spreading the word of uh, Ansigar's fall. Uh, I am joyful that he uh, is trying to do something better. But uh, oh, he was helping people in during the chaos. Uh, we came across him fighting to keep people safe bef- just before <laughs> we ran into all of you. So what? A, what an interesting thought that uh, the the man who claimed to be Hansigar was actually fighting something and not just uh, cowering. That's- He's oh god! <laughs> sorry, um, it's very dusty in here. That uh, I'm sorry. He, uh, it's all the ribbon cane. Um, you'll forget about the sneezes soon. <laughs> he, he, he started. He took the first step down a very challenging but brave road on the train and. For that, I will be forever thankful. I, we, we only made it through because he, he assisted in in a braver way than I've ever seen him act, and I'm I'm I was very happy to see that those actions haven't halted in his time alone. I I can't wait to see what things he does in the future. He he will create his own namesake, and he will most definitely have earned it. Oh, I will keep him in my uh, in my prayers to, for him to be safe but uh, I, I am sure that there is many matters that require your attention so I uh, if you were you were more than more than free to leave or if you would like to uh, hang around it, it's up to you whatever you would like to do well, hanging around I, uh, wouldn't be I appear bad. to have quite a bit of writing to do so Hanging around wouldn't be bad if not for the other guy. <laughs> oh, oh! I was like, "What other guy?" Because I, I already pushed him from my mind. And you're talking about the dude who lives here. <laughs> uh, he who shall not be named. <laughs> uh, Harkos is gonna call out, but like, yes, yeah, it would be nice to spend time in familiar company and everything but the the B team actually has some catching up to do what with Trevor's absence for a little while and we just need to make sure we're all on the same page before the next um, 
Well, the next fire-breathing problem uh, arises. That is fair. Definitely much to speak about. We, uh, uh, she, she stands up and she comes and, and embraces you all once again. And she says, I am, I am overjoyed that we got to meet again and that we were able to do something good again. Uh, best of luck in your future travels. I, I am blessed to have known all of you. And and us, you, please, please keep in touch. I, I feel that it might be quite hard to keep in touch with you uh, with the amount of traveling that I'm sure that you will be doing, but I will I will do my best. Yeah, I'm sure Puffles has some sort of spell or something for that. Yeah. He has become... Uh, quite the talk around uh, around Iron's Edge. He's been uh, helping keep the mine secure. Uh, he's definitely grown into his own within within our town. Wonderful to hear. You uh, you all might want to speak with him though. Oh. Of of course. I mean, maybe not here. <laughs> well, we'll we'll step out the front door. Maybe, maybe your cousin won't follow us. Uh, he's he he had a rough time at the beginning. Uh, but I'll not tell tales outside of school so uh i'll let him i'll let him do his own speaking Uh, perhaps that's what we do next then sure you don't want a cigar or brandy for for the road (laughs) and she rolls her she rolls her eyes as she uh kind of sets up a little uh little station for her to work at at a writing desk in the study i mean if it helps steven then yes (laughs) Who's See. Steven? Is, oh, is he the boy? <laughs> uh, she sits down and she uh, pulls out a uh, uh, an inkwell and uh, uh, quill and starts starts working. You see her flipping through the the Ansigar journal, kind of back and forth as she's uh, kind of figuring out what to write. So I didn't I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, Brad and all his things. So as as we go to leave the room, um, Arcos is going to call out like as we're like, getting up from the table and everything. It's not going to be like an afterthought. He's actively this is this was in his mind. So we're getting up. He's going to go and and Melia. Um, I know we've said it lots and it, it doesn't need to be said, but thanks for um, saving our bacon. You and you and everyone else. And uh, feel free to definitely do it whenever. Whatever you like. I'm I'm sure it won't happen very often, but boy did it feel wonderful. <laughs> she she gives a, a little chuckle and she uh she puts the, the quill back in the inkwell. Uh and she kinda puts her hands together on the table and looks at you and she says, uh I am 
I am fairly confident that I might have had an uprising on my hands if we had not come. It's quite flattering. Well, see you when we see you, I suppose. Hopefully not too long. Yes. And she takes the the quill back out and starts writing again. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. <laughs> hey, uh, you head out the door and uh, <clears throat> you see uh, it, Jorik engaged in conversation with uh, with Shavor. Oh, let's avoid that spot. <laughs> you see him looking at you from <laughs> from the other side of, of this man. He's just looking at you with pleading eyes oh. as you just walk past him. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm sure that. I'm sure that trade is very tough here. Uh, if if he's looking with pleading eyes, no, Trevor, it's okay. You can start to walk past. Arcos will like. You got this. Yeah, yeah, I, I got this. I got this. You you clearly do not want to deal with this man. I do not. So I'll 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 hear you like kind of sigh and I'll like tap you. But like you you go. I I'll I'll, I'll save him. Okay. And so I'll I'll, I'll turn to Jor- Jorik. And uh, I'll try and catch a bit. Oh, excuse me. Um, Jorik, um, we're all finished up with with Melia. So if if you could come with us, we can we can catch up on on that that stuff you wanted to talk about when we got here. Uh, Oh, yeah. I I know this is pretty important. But the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah, we need to we need to catch up on the stuff. Hey, Sorry like, if it sounds kind of vague. It, it's Cavalier Knight business. You you understand the head of the army from Iron's Edge, Cavalier Knights. Would... Sorry to keep you in the dark on everything today, but <laughs> you're all just taking away the finest company that I have. Except but that's keeping you in the dark fine. for everything except for the name of your fucking servant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very bitter. <laughs> Apparently, damn. Uh, so Jorik kind of hastily runs, uh, or you know, does his his quick shuffle walk to you. Uh, he's, yeah, let's uh, let's let's go and start discussing stuff. So uh, I'll, I'll go to turn and I'll look at Shavor and I'll be like, "Hey, thanks for the hospitality. Please, let Melia write her very important letter before you catch up with her some more. Please, is." Very important work that your cousin is doing. Thank you for the hospitality. Oh, you are most welcome. If you wish to come back anytime, just let me know. Oh, no. I have plenty of rooms. Uh, oh, keep that in mind. Thank you very much. You might not like it, but free rooms is free rooms, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> especially, in a, especially in a town where we murdered somebody because they tried to charge us for a room. So, I mean, I didn't murder anybody. Yes, you did. No, Landros <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, you, so, that's what I said. You did. So you all start walking down the stairs, and you hear from you hear from upstairs, boy. <sighs> uh, and I, Steven! <laughs> I'm yelling it. <laughs> it is Steven. Right, Trevor. Uh, could, could we get far away from here, please? So you uh you you get down the stairs and you see Puffles kind of hanging out by the uh by the door. Uh 
and uh, Jorik will uh, will be. Oh, thank you for getting me away from that man. I, you know, there's a lot of things that I deal with. That I deal with, you know, some of the trade stuff in, in Iron's Edge. Melia trusts me with a lot of things, but oh my gods, that man. Well, he's he's also I'm, fairly annoying. I'm still at the bottom of the stairs yelling, Stephen! His name is Stephen! Trevor has his own sorts of issues about it, so... He does seem to be a little bit, uh, little more than a little perturbed. Um, so we'll then turn to Puffles and go, Hello, friend, it's... It is, it is, I... I know we said it quickly in passing on the way to meet with Melia, but it is... Very, very good to see you. Oh, likewise. I, uh, you, you've been definitely missed around Iron's Edge. Melia says that you're, um, you're doing a pretty stand-up job on your own, though, so it would seem that we've, we weren't, um, we weren't wrong in, in not worrying so much about the hands we were, we were leaving it in. Uh, yeah, uh, all, all that time doing, uh, my, my wizard schooling, it definitely has finally paid off. Uh, I've, I've, I feel that I've, I've learned quite a bit and, uh, pretty proud of my accomplishments so far inside of inside of the mines and keeping the miners safe it, it, we haven't had any resurgences of kobolds or any other creatures but uh you know keeping them safe has been for sure our top priority well, I'm very happy to hear all of this She also mentioned that you might have some things that you would like to discuss with us. Um, she, oh. she was rather vague, though. She said she didn't want to talk outside of school, is how she put it. So, um, can we, uh, can we go and get a drink somewhere? Oh, Ooh. yes, of course, definitely. Going to need one. Oh, after. I have plenty of brandy here. If any of you want any of it, what, what, what boy? Let's let's walk quickly. <laughs> uh, so you make a, a hasty exit. Uh, and the uh, the guard, as he sees you come out, he stands at attention again outside the gate. Uh, you you get outside, and he says, "Uh, well, anywhere else that you would all like to go." Puffles? Any ideas? Uh, I'm newer here than you all are, so... Oh. Um, someplace for a good drink. Ah, yes. Uh, there's a fair number of good establishments. Uh, How about the closest one? Um... Well... Hmm. The closest one isn't great, so why don't we go to uh, one that... it It's not far. Okay. It's the it's the rose den. Away from here is plenty. <laughs> oh, fine. Did you did you not enjoy Shavor's company? <sighs> I 
could have gone a lifetime without his company. Hmm. I, oh. I, re- I realize this is this is just my paranoia, but the, the Rose Den is not where we killed somebody, right? No. Okay. No. I just I feel like that's very you to do. Be like, I mean, they may be if they remember <laughs> the end name, then they can react. But if they don't, fuck them. And he's just no, like, yeah, well, we'll take you here. And we walk in and dude just instantly presses his silent alarm. <laughs> They're back. They're back. Uh, <laughs> so he, we he, need to leave. He, uh, he takes you down the street and kind of, he starts ringing his bell again. And the, uh, the crowd parts and uh, that he walks you for uh, just a, a few minutes uh, and then takes you over to uh, a, uh, it's a nice it, it's a nice building, but it's it's maybe not as nice as as many of the other others in here. Uh, it might be the the seediest looking building in a very very nice area. <laughs> uh, but so it's, it's still so it's, not like it, so, it's not like a tavern. If you so want to think it's, stereotypes, it's like the dive bar of the ritzy neighborhood. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm good with this. Uh, but he takes you inside. It, it is it's fairly well appointed. Uh, the the tables and seating are are nice. It's almost like wing back chairs uh, that are at the tables rather than you know like stools. Uh, but you know the 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 clientele here seem to be a little bit uh, more gruff than uh, some of the others that you've seen around. But. Uh, I uh, the uh oh, I just got that from Craig too. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Craig. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can apparently the phone one is working. I'm gonna see if I can tell him to to go Asala bye bye. Okay, it worked. Cool. Uh <clears throat> now he but, doesn't have to be lonely. Uh Puffles <laughs> uh uh, Puffles will kind of walk in and, and look around at the tables and the uh, the barkeep will be like, uh, you want you want bar or table? Um, table, please. In the corner. Oh, you're that kind. <laughs> Mysterious conversations in the corner, right? Aha! <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. oh, uh-huh. Yes. Uh, what a... Uh, yes. You know. <laughs> you know what we just became? We're that group of people that other DMs explain to their adventurers that they see in the corner of a bar. <laughs> you see this giant tabaxi lion wizard and a big alacocra and a balding man in armor and a normal looking one in armor and a man covered in bones. Who else is at the bar? <laughs> uh, th- th- there's... A- <laughs> That wasn't this question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, he uh, points to uh, a nice corner, uh, nice corner chair booth area. I uh, says that one's free if you want to take that. Oh, uh, wonderful. Thank you. Somebody will be over in just a moment to uh, to get your drinks. Thank you very much. But uh, it's it's very shortly after you sit down, like you all kind of get situated, and uh, I. Uh, half-elven gentleman comes up and says, Oh, welcome to the Rose Den. Uh, 
I have a number of wine selections along with stout ales. Uh, and there's a, a mixed drink menu on the table if there's anything that jumps out at you that you would like. Uh, any any orders <laughs> from anyone? Or? Buffles? What, what, uh, what are you having? Uh, I... An ale, I guess. Uh, uh, well, uh, do you uh, like something darker, or uh, maybe like a pale ale? Uh, Anything about? How about your house special for? Ah, uh, yes, the rose beer. Yes, it's a very popular choice. I will. Uh, I'll bring uh, one for everyone. Or um, I'll I'll have one of these. Uh, our Argos is going to arbitrarily point at a mixed drink because he doesn't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, courageous. I like it. Oh. Yep, that's that's me. Not timid at all, ever. Hmm? V- very brave. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you have more than a couple of these, might I suggest one of our rooms after? Ah, Lucky for me, it is quite early, so uh, starting the morning off right. He does. <laughs> he does finger guns. I bet where we're at, they charge an arm and a leg, anyways. Let's not. Um, <laughs> we shouldn't. <laughs> Drinks, please. <laughs> Maybe bring four. I don't want uh, to remember this moment. <laughs> so he 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 you know, hurries um, off after everyone. Uh, well, uh, 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 for you, sir. What can I get for you? No, no, I was, I already ordered. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so he he hurries off and he he grabs a handful of drinks that uh, Jorik ordered uh, a seltzer. Uh, it is it is against his code to imbibe of the the fermented drinks. Uh, but I uh, after uh, after a few moments, he brings the the drinks back and he lays them all out for you and says, uh, "Well, if there's anything else, we do have uh, some food. Uh, if there's anything that will look good for you, we are uh, getting close to lunch, but we're not quite there. So uh, you know, just let me know if there's anything I can do." Oh, wonderful. Hey. I think drinks are fine. We no. okay. Oh. I will be around shortly to check on you. He kind of bounces off to the next uh, next table. He looks like he enjoys his job. He looks like a happy guy. Awesome. I uh, so you all you you all start your drinks. The rose beer tastes like rose, like it, it like it has it has that kind of feel to it. But it is uh, it is definitely on the the lighter side. Uh, it's it's a unique blend uh for sure uh harcos your your drink uh is heavy on the heavy on the alcohol and heavy on the pineapple (laughs) argos is gonna take sips and go oh oh dear uh the second sip that you take has uh has is is pretty strong on the strawberry trevor right is is there a way to pocket this place to, to excuse me, I would like to take this place with. <laughs> everywhere. Uh, this time, this time, uh, this time it kind of tastes like uh, a blueberry, but a blueberry that might have been on the ground a little bit too long. <laughs> mm, maybe not. Maybe maybe we don't bring it with. Maybe we just visit now and again. 
Uh, you absentmindedly take another sip, and it's peaches. Uh, it's like one of those uh, fucking horses from Oz. How, goes, <laughs> how come every time you take a drink, you look confused? Well, it's it's been different every time. It, uh, every um, a, Trevor the schnozberries tastes like schnozberries. <laughs> <laughs> The the, oh. the 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 drink is changing, and I I I think I like it. That too, sounds too like much. a drink that will get you in lots of trouble. Probably. <laughs> fucking keeps going at it. Uh, the next one kind of tastes like horse. Like it, it tastes like like dander from a horse uh, <laughs> with a like a little bit of like like lemongrass behind it. So he Arcos goes probably and takes like a huge swig through the straw, <laughs> and that happens, and you just see his face screw into this like horrible look, and he's just gonna push it. And go, I should probably slow down. <laughs> would um, you Would you like a a taste of mine? It's it's, it's rather rather interesting. No, no, I, I still, it's, it's, I should, I should pace myself. Hmm. We never know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm living too much in the moment. Hmm. I, so Puffles will, uh, you, you see, he's just kind of been like staring down at his drink. I, and then he'll be like, well, um, what Melia was, uh, probably referring to is that, I was a few days after you all left and we Selena and I went into the mines to do a final sweep before the miners were going to head back in. She was she was different after you all left. She seemed far more distant. Uh, unhappy. And even Marcus like reflected her emotions that he was slower and more sluggish. Uh, but we we went in, uh, and we we followed the paths that we all had taken at some point or another. And but there was something that. She stopped just out of nowhere. She just stopped and stared at a wall. And when I noticed that she wasn't there, I, I turned back and, and looked at her and she just walked up and, and it was different. Uh, like it was rough stone all around it. And then there was just this area that was just smooth. And she placed her hand on it and she spoke some words and then the door just turned to sand. This this area of stone just turned to sand and poured down away from her. And then there was an opening. Y- yes. I'm, uh, that's strange. <laughs> oh, yes, God. we... Um, Phil Ladros and I, we, we came across something similar. Huh. I, I I can honestly say I'd never seen anything quite like this, but before I even had a chance to react, she just 
she just rushed in. And I I hate to admit it, but I I couldn't keep up with her. I lost her in the dark. I I had to turn back and I have not seen or heard from her since. A, 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 a doorway in in the mines? Yes, I, it, all the times that we'd been down there, all the the searching that we did, I I nothing like this ever I, I never saw anything, and I would expect if one of you did that you would have called it out. But oh, it was, of course. I so I don't know where it came from, or if it was there the whole time, or or what the deal was. But how I, how knowledgeable would one be to know? Like, uh, so Selena was was a was a drow elf, yes, yes. How knowledgeable would one be to know that they they dwell in the Underdark? That would be pretty common. Okay, you, so, you know that I mean, drow elves and a whole mix of nasty lives down is, in the in the is, Underdark. Okay, so Har- Hargus is going to bring that up, even though after asking him that question, it may be vastly obvious. But um, based on the small very, very small, terrifying jaunt that Phil Lanros and I made. I believe it it is probably a tunnel that eventually connects up with the Underdark. We went down, we, we found a similar door in a cave that we were sleeping in and, and um, we delved into it a little ways and eventually it, it splintered off into countless tunnels in many directions and I mean we were we were on a separate um separate goal at the time of doing things to doing things for Trevor and um we didn't we didn't have time to to explore too much further not that I particularly wanted to but I I had a. I mean, Selena was the first person that I interacted with in Iron's Edge, and uh, I I hate that I lost her. Well, in fairness, it sounds like she left you. Well, if, if that's not your fault. If. If we're, if we're going to be playing the honesty game, she she wasn't very happy with Trevor and I when when we left without her. She did uh, she did take that hard, yes. Well. The good news is we um we know where a, a potential nearby entrance is the, the bad news is we we know where a potential nearby entrance is so <laughs> I guess that if we're especially if we're talking about venturing into a very inhospitable uh 
for any type of surfacer uh, area, then yes, that it's both fortunate and unfortunate. I, I'm, I love Iron's Edge, and it has welcomed me in a way that nowhere else ever has. But I, Selena became my sister. And I can't just let her go. And you, you won't. We none, none of us will. She was, is one of us. Her and uh, her and Marcus both. <laughs> um, they're they're part of the team and. As, as much of a ba- of a badass as she is, if if she's not come back, there's always the chance that something horrible has befallen her, and it, it's our job to keep our family together. I I hesitate to ask all of you to take on this with me, but if you would. If you would come with me, I... But, Puffles, there's there's no need to even ask. <sighs> Thank you, my friends. I would like to say I do not have dark vision before we... <laughs> before we do we any will... of this, I know that's... I know that's the staple, is to call out that you have... I don't have it. I... <laughs> not even a little bit. I... We will we will have to bring plenty of torches, I'm sure. I know. Seems weird for a nocturnal owl creature to not be able to see well in the dark. <laughs> I agree. But you know what? It's the way the book says it, so I just, I, I, just I, I, gotta I, roll with them. <laughs> so Puffles will will thank you and, and uh I, I think you guys kinda you finish off your drinks and, and all that. Uh we we I'm kinda trying to, to get through some shit here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I you guys finish your drinks and, you know, you kind of talk a little bit more and uh, then it, it starts to it starts to get into, you know, like the afternoon. Uh, and uh, I, you know, you, you, you're kind of getting a little bit worried. You're you're day drinking a little too hard. I uh, so what do you uh, what do you want to do? Oh, God. Um I don't, I don't, I don't know what else to do. I don't know anyone else in this town other than people we've wronged. So, uh, (laughs) like, I'm, so you're, you're all kind of just like, you know, that things are winding uh, down a little bit and all of a sudden you hear a crash come through the door. Yay. Uh, and when you kind of turn to, to look and see what what's going on, uh, you see a large uh, man with uh, has some uh, like almost canine type features uh, that he is like it, it similar to the way that Landros is kind of bear like that. This man is kind of canine like. Yay. I. Uh, and the thing that strikes you is that he's dressed very similarly. Uh, that he has a lot of the same accoutrement 
that Landros does. Ten dollar word. <laughs> that is a ten dollar word. I uh, maybe eleven. An argument could be made for eleven. I uh, but this this person crashes into the bar. I uh, much to the displeasure of many of the patrons that are in here right now. Uh, and you see it take sweeping looks around, and then it sees Lanros and comes charging up. I His DM did he not get, do a good job of naming NPCs in a fun way. If he's just storming uh, over to the weird table. Uh, <laughs> I, I, as he gets closer, you can see that he's he's hurt bad. Uh, he's got cuts uh, all over him. It looks like he has a broken arm uh, that he's he's got kind of slung up over, you know, with a, a rag over his shoulder. Uh, and he comes up and he kneels down in front of your table. He's Lanro's bone chewer. Did not expect to find you in an establishment such as this, but Acrasis calls for aid. Uh, and you see Lanros kind of like look side, confused. Side note. Um, can I make like a religion check to see if I've heard that before? Yeah, go ahead. That's is a 16. Uh, you've heard of you've heard of a crassus. It's not like a big one, you know, uh-huh. that it, you you know that you learn about in uh, uh, Riven Sunday School, but you've heard of it before. Uh, to, it, you kind of get a little bit of the, the you know that it's kind of a dark, uh, culty type thing. Is less a religion and more of a cult. I uh, but that's that's mostly what you know. Um, that's fun. Uh, Landros stands up and he says, what is going on? Uh, and the, the, the wolf guy kind of stands up and he says, I am, I am Livian. I do not come from the same clan as you, but the clan has been demolished. Our headquarters was attacked by a I don't know what it was that it was a creature of of darkness that swept in and normally we would welcome such a thing but it tore through my brothers and sisters like they were paper hmm. Lanros I need you need to avenge our brethren. You see Lanros kind of like looks down at him and because he he towers over this guy and he kind of pushes his way past and he says, Livian, uh, I, I will go. And he turns to look at the rest of you and he says, I'm sorry, but I cannot. I cannot ignore the calls of my brethren. 
We... I mean, we... You are very aware that we can completely understand we we too are needing to go to the aid of our our sister so um i mean it is it is not easy that that we watch you leave it, phil and i have known you a very short time but you you helped us accomplish one of the most important things two of the most important things that we've done in a, quite a short time of doing important things. Uh, I... Well, I... Best best of luck, then, um, I guess. Uh, uh, Landros. Mm. Um, yes. I, I know, obviously, we've only been acquainted for not long um, but thank you for helping keep my friends safe he, he gives you a nod and then uh, he turns back and uh, looks at this uh, looks at this this man uh, and he says alright let us be off. And the the guy kind of stands up and he, he looks shaken a little bit. Uh he says, Yes, uh, let let's let's go. I'm Landros, I I I I it was I'll I'll tell you on the way. Let's go. Uh and the two of them the two of them hurry off. And that, I think, is where we're going to go ahead and call it. Huh. Hmm. 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 Well, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, then we would ask that you show us some support. Uh, a couple of different ways that you can do it, but one of our ways is we run a Patreon, and we are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose. Uh, if Patreon isn't so much your thing, then uh, you could do something as simple as buying us a coffee. Uh, if you go to ko-fi.com and search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. So, Nick, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? I don't what? know, Brad. Where can these fine folks get in touch with us? Did I say Nick? You did. Yeah. Son of a bitch, <laughs> Brad. Where can these fine folks get in touch with us? I think that's so Stan. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Stan. You know, I, I just want to make note that uh, while Nick could do my part, there's no way in hell I could do Nick's part. <laughs> so you give me too much credit. No, no, I don't. <clears throat> I wouldn't remember all the things. Well, I'm sure you could improvise. So could you. Brad, yeah. where can they find us? <laughs> you can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter, and if you'd 
want to talk to a bunch of rad podcasters, artists, and all-around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. Thank you very much, Brad. Uh, Nick, this week, you are the sound... You are the sound ranger of the Conclave of the Primeval Guardian. You plant yourself like a tree within these episodes and root out all of the problem sounds and release fine sounds into the air like oxygen for us to all breathe in and sustain ourselves. Can you please plant us something fun to go out on? Uh, sure. Um, uh, it's gonna be, uh, Hootie Le- Le- Levin <laughs> from Nick and Harkos. I remember why I stopped doing this. From Nick and Harkos <laughs> in episode 57. And, uh, make sure you're not late to episode 58, because new, new quest lines. Yeah, not stressful. Woo. <laughs> um, so this week's song, spoilers, um, I wrote a fucking while ago, because the last heroes episode I was writing a song and then I realized it was full of riven information and had nothing to do with superheroes (laughs) (laughs) don't know why I felt like you needed to know that but I feel I feel like it's a funny little anecdote so uh, this week uh, I've not done this artist before so this this is a new one and I'm I'm honestly I'm kind of shocked a little bit I guess definitely my era of music uh, for my generation but you know whatever so without some 41 Nah. <laughs> so, so without further ado, here is uh, episode 57's parody. Do enjoy yourself. <clears throat> mm. Oh, Harkos, Harkos, why didn't you let me know? <laughs> oh, I should have mentioned this is from the perspective of Phil, because apparently Phil and I's relationship is in hot water. Um, so why didn't you let me nap? About our true mission's goal. Oh, Harkos, Harkos, you shouldn't have lied to me. (laughs) And now we're in a fight. Yeah, tell me anything, my buddy. Come on, buddy, share the load. You have to, cause your loneliness is killing me. And uh, I wonder what else you've hid from me. When you're not truthful, it blows my mind. Thought we were fine. Tell the truth, Harkos, friend of mine. <laughs> oh, Harkos, Harkos, I'm saying I want to get. <laughs> just want you to be open I'm not saying I want to go I, I read that wrong just want you to be open oh Harkos Harkos he was my friend too you that <laughs> I totally could have handled it just tell me oh, if you really need me 
Help me know my team role because the loneliness is killing me and I, I can't keep going in solitude. In solitude. I want to be here through the tough times. Open your lines. Harkos, please be truthful friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You just punched me straight back to the sixth grade. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know why I've never done Britney, bitch. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't oh, even. Gosh. <laughs> I, I, oh my god. Okay. Felt kind of good though. I'll be honest. I don't know that it should have. <laughs> just, just lay that one out there for you. <laughs> Yes, so as you can see, they were a semi-successful podcast in the mid-2000s. Now, if we keep moving forward... Is everyone gone? Why is everyone gone? Who... I'm silly, miss! Yes, there's... There's always one, isn't there? Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it, I suppose. Why? Why always the Rolling in the Geek exhibit? Why does it make everyone run? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.